It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, je m'appelle Simon Marcel. Welcome to the rendezvous. I'm going to start the show with a question for you. Do you have access to your partner's phone and social media? Do you? So I wanted to know what you thought and what's the reality, and I posted that very question on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. Here are the results. 36% of you said, yes, I do have access to my partner's phone and his social media. And 64% said, nope, I don't have access to any of that. And I never had access to any partner's social media or phone and, and password. Neither would I want it. I believe in privacy and I believe that it's okay to show to our partners what we have. The partners doesn't need to see and every single word we write or have written. Oh, please, privacy. It's part of the wealth of a relationship because it's the reflection of trust. If you have a question about that or your own relationship, call me now, 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me, call the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Jenna. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. So what happened between you and that new guy you're seeing? So I met him on Bumble. And mm -hmm. we've gone on three dates. And the third one was tonight. And every time we're together, it's fun. I laugh. Like, I feel very comfortable with him, right? Mm -hmm. But tonight he told me that he loves me and that he can see himself being with me forever and that he could see me as his wife. But for me, it's just happening So quickly, and I don't know how he feels like he could love me already. I I don't know if this is a red flag or if this actually happens to people. I just feel a little confused. Well, I mean, he said what he felt, right? I love you yes. on the third date, but you don't love him, right? No, 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 exactly. So uh, when he said I love you tonight, earlier tonight, what did you say to him back? I didn't really say anything. I, he just kind of kept talking about how he sees the future. Okay. And, um, and how did that make you feel? Did you feel uncomfortable, awkward, or just this guy is out of his mind? There, I just felt uncomfortable. I felt like I went through a time warp. I get it. So now that you know that, in your intuition, do you think you should give him a fourth date Or it's better to call it quit and say, listen, I think it's better with friends and stop seeing him. I feel like I could give him a fourth date, but I, I would have to tell him we need to slow things down. Now, you know that if you tell a guy to slow things down, he's not going to listen. I mean, you can tell him all you want, but if he told you I love you after only the third date, I mean, nothing can change his mind, mm. right? So there is an option of saying, I don't feel like that right now, but we can continue to see each other. That's okay, too, because you just tell him how you feel, and then you just decide, you know, how you want to play it. So that could okay. be cool, too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I would start saying, you know, remember you told me I, I love you on the third date? And let me tell you, I, I don't feel like that right now, but I'm happy we to get to continue to date you, and we'll see how it goes. Okay. And then we'll see. Maybe you'll fall in love with him and... In, in a month or two months or in six or never. But if you like his company, if you feel safe in his company and you're attracted to him and wants to, you know, be close to him, then I say continue to see him. And, I mean, I like his honesty and I like your honesty too. Okay. All right? Thank you. 
You're welcome, Jenna. Have a good night. Good night, Simon. Changing gears, I'm going to go listen to this voicemail because apparently somebody needs my help to say something to their partner. I don't know what it is. We're going to find out next. If you have a question for me off the show hours, just call me and leave me a voicemail like this one. Bonjour, Simon. My name is Sue, and I've been dating this guy for about two months now. We um, we were actually set up on a blind date through some friends, and it ended up being way above my expectations. I am so into this guy, but I have just one problem. He has a lot of plaque on his teeth. And I'm not just saying a small amount. I mean, you can visibly see it, like, crusted in the corners. And I feel like it's too soon in the relationship to maybe say something about it because I don't want to embarrass him or hurt his feelings. But like, he's almost kissed me a couple of times. And every time that he almost does, it does have just a small smell. And I don't know what to do. I, I just really want some guidance on this. Sue, thanks for the voicemail. How do you tell a new partner that basically they have bad breath? Well, I'm going to tell you that next. Have you ever been in a situation like Sue just left me a voicemail, basically likes this guy very much, but, you know, let's be honest, he has bad breath. He needs to brush his teeth more, do something like this. So how do you say to somebody that you really like, start dating, but haven't kissed it really because of that problem, you really need to either go see a dentist or brush your teeth or floss better? You say it like this at the right time with a sense of humor. Say, listen, can I be honest? I, you know, please don't take it bad, but you got to go to the dentist or flush mode or, or brush your teeth like in a more efficient way. What do you mean? How can you say that to me? He's going to say, because I really like you and I'm dying to kiss you. But honestly, you got to address this question. It's a little bit bad breath. And if you're honest with the dude, if he likes you, he will brush his teeth better or do whatever it takes and change that so he can kiss you passionately too. Don't sugarcoat those things. Straight to the point and then move on. That's my advice, too, because, you know, we should not let bad breath stop a good relationship. Any other questions? 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Cheryl, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. What is going on with your partner? So I've been with my girlfriend for about two years, and she used to date men before we got together. And she told me recently, like completely out of the blue, that she's been wanting to ooh-la-la with a man again. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't want to break up because she like wants it to only just be that. And she doesn't want like anything else. And she says that she loves me, but she wants my permission. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to tell her what to do. But like, even though she loves me and she told me before she did it, like she didn't do it without telling me that I just, I still feel like it's like a betrayal, like she's cheating. And I like, I don't know if I should let her or not. Okay, but she has not done it yet. No, she hasn't. She asked me first. Okay. You know her. I don't know her. Are you surprised by that uh, new request of hers? I I am a little bit taken aback, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it was always a fear of mine because she did date men before me. Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't think that she would want to do this. Okay. Do you believe you should be honest and tell her exactly that? I want to be honest. But, like, I'm afraid that if I tell her that I don't want her to do it, that she'll resent me. But there's a rule in relationships that unspoken kills relationships. So what you don't say 
and you want to say doesn't help your partner and yourself. It confuses everybody, right? So, yeah, I don't I don't care whether it's a girl or a guy or no. It's for me, right? Yeah, you guys are exclusive, right? Yeah. Yes. So the question really is, if you're not okay with that, why would you not be honest with yourself and with her? What really? What what good reason would would you have? Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, I sh- I should be honest with her. You, Listen, if you want honesty, you've got to be honest. If you want yeah. respect, you've got to be respectful. If you want to be loved, you've got to be loving. So you know what to do, Cheryl. Good luck to you. Be honest. It's going to help her, and don't worry about the rest, okay? Okay, thank you. You're welcome, and have a good night, Cheryl. Good night, Simon. Changing gears, I'm going to go to my Twitter DM because somebody was with their partner, got mugged, and their partner did something that you're not going to believe. So I'm going to get to that story coming up next on The Rendezvous. If you have a question for me, but you can't call the show, send me a Twitter DM at Rendezvous Radio. Miranda, what is going on with Gary? Gary says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Gary. This is embarrassing, but over the weekend, my girlfriend and I had a few too many drinks. And while we were walking home from the bar, I got mugged. I tried to defend us. And since I'm pretty big, the guys were focused on me. But during this time, my girlfriend decided to just run away. The guys took all my stuff and beat me up, and my girlfriend didn't even bother to call the police or do anything. She just ran. I'm really angry with her for not even trying to get help or coming back to see if I was okay. Am I overreacting? Are you overreacting when you got mugged and your girlfriend ran away and never called you to see how you were? But I am going to answer that next on The Rendezvous. How would you feel if you are, you know, coming out of a dinner at night and some thugs jump you, like mug you, and your girlfriend runs away, and after the fight, you realize he doesn't check on you, doesn't call you, or anything like this. And that's what happened to Gary who sent me the Twitter DM. He doesn't know what to think. Gary, if I got mugged, my girlfriend ran away, didn't call the police, doesn't call me, doesn't check on me, I never call her again. Because... The first rule when we are in a relationship, it's also based on friendship, is I've got you back. So I understand that, you know, they attacked you first. Maybe it's good that she went away so they don't do harm to her. But she should look for the police and and immediately check on you and, and come out and get you to the hospital or something. She has no love for you. So don't stay with somebody who doesn't love you, Gary. That's my advice. And you calls are next on The Rendezvous. If you have a question for me about your relationship, dial in. 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Gwen. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. So I understand you have an issue with your boyfriend and his father? Uh, yes. Uh, so my boyfriend and I are very happily in a relationship. Um, we've been together about two years, and it's going really well. Uh, however, his father is encouraging him to go out and meet other women, Um, to the point where he's suggesting that my boyfriend cheats on me. Um, My boyfriend doesn't want to. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's crazy. Um, My boyfriend doesn't want to, or at least he tells me that, um, and I believe him. But we are just wondering how to handle talking to his father about this because it's getting out of control. For sure. I've never heard of... What's wrong with the dad? I mean, is there any reasons, he says? I think that he probably doesn't see anything wrong with dating multiple women. 
Um, so he always pushed his sons to play women and, and just, it's not fun to, uh, be on the other end of it. <laughs> Now, what does your boyfriend says about this? Oh, he, he agrees with me. He thinks that, uh, his dad is not acting appropriately. So if, if your boyfriend has you back, are you worried still or you trust him? What's, what's, what's your intuition there? Uh, I definitely trust him. You know, it's just a matter of the conversation with his dad. You know, it's getting more and more pushy and we want to figure out how to get him to understand that we are in love and he should respect that. Well, if he doesn't, then the son shouldn't really uh, give the time of day to his dad. And you guys are adults. Um, and so, you know, who cares what the dad says? especially rubbish like this. So I think you gotta, you know, it's your boyfriend's job to shut, you know, the dad in terms of, listen, that's enough. You know, I love Gwen. I want to be with her. Leave me alone. That's what I would say to my dad if that happens. So, yeah. you know, do you feel your boyfriend is strong enough in his answer to his own dad? I think so. I mean, maybe it's worth being a little more forceful. <laughs> yes, I think yeah. so. I think that listening to you laughing about it, I said, yes, you would like a little more forceful answer. Tell him, Gwen, listen, you know, you want to defend a relationship or not? Yeah, I do, honey. Well, then now is the time. Tell your dad to be quiet about it. I don't want to hear about it. That's enough. If it continues, I don't want to see your dad ever again. That's it. Yes. Well, thank you. All right, Gwen. Thank you so much for your call and good luck to you guys. Thanks so much. Talking about parentals and the parents, how should we deal with each other's parents when we are in a relationship? Let's talk about that next on The Rendezvous. Have you ever met somebody you really liked? You start dating the person, things are going great, and then comes the important moment where they say, you know, I would like to introduce you to my parents. You look forward to it, you get dressed up, and then you meet the parentals and you realize one or both are loco, a little crazy, toxic, uh, not friendly, not kind, not welcoming, or worse. Right. So what is the right way and the wrong way to deal with the parentals of our partners? Well, once we become adults, I think the best way to deal with the parentals is to respect them, but to have them respect you too. It's not a one-way street because you're not their kids, right? And you never will be. You are an adult meeting another adult. And so I think respect and courtesy must be on both sides. Reciprocity, not an ugly word. Now, let me tell you how I've learned this with a personal story of mine that I think you will enjoy. That story is next. So have you ever met uh, a partner's parent that were completely crazy, loco, you know, out of their mind? I have. And I didn't know how to, what to do because I was, I think, 20 or 21. I did not have much experience. And my girlfriend at the time introduced me to her father because her parents were divorced. And um, he was a racist guy. Yeah. And so I remember being uh, at the dinner in the living room. There was her two brothers, my girlfriend and her dad, who was drinking too much, in my opinion. And then he started to make racist remarks. So I said, I don't agree with you. And he said, if you don't agree with me, you can you know, take you know, 
yourself out of my house, which I did, which I did. And then I asked my parents, they didn't know if I was right or wrong. They said, you are right. You have to stand up for your values. So no matter where you are, who you is, give respect, get respect. That's the rule with the parents. You call the next. If you've been touched by love or you want to share with me a romantic chapter or story of your life, please do and call me at 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Bernadette. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Bernadette. Welcome to The Rendezvous. So you have a romantic story, I believe, you want to share with me tonight. I do. Um, I just want to share because I know it can seem really hard out there and it can seem really easy to mess up. Um, but I've been seeing this great guy for about a year and a half, and um, he invited me to come to Germany and bought me a ticket and flew me out there. And I thought, oh, man, we're going to get engaged. This is it. And I got a manicure and I got a new dress. And we had a beautiful time in Germany. And the last night we went out and uh, I got into my cups. I had some drinks and Mm -hmm. it became clear that he was not going to propose to me. He invited a friend out with us and we ended up at a restaurant. And I, um, I just, I got really upset and, (laughs) you know, we started a fight with him and, you know, uh, came back from the trip thinking, oh, I ruined my entire relationship just thinking that something was going to happen. Well, he flew back and he surprised me at work and brought me back to our apartment totally alone in America and got down on one knee and (laughs) told me he was really glad my manicure was still fresh and that he was sorry that the ring wasn't ready before our trip (laughs) and we're getting married in May. And um, (laughs) congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) I didn't see the end coming. I heard the beginning. I was like, this is not good. And now I I hear this. That's what I wanted to share. I was, I was a very crazy lady and I feel really lucky. (laughs) Wow. Listen, congratulations to you and him and, and really, you know, a happy life together. Thank you so much. Thank you for everything that you do to, to share romance. Thank you. It was my pleasure. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. You know me. I keep the best question for the last, last part of the show. Here's one question for you. If there is no spark or attraction on the first date, but the person is very nice and kind, would you go out with them again? Yes or no? Let's talk about that next on The Rendezvous. So question for you, if there's no spark or attraction on the first date, but the person is very nice and kind, would you go out with them again? Yes or no? So I want to know what you thought, because I love knowing you know, how you feel about those questions. And I posted on my social media at Rendezvous Radio that very question. Here are the results. 71% of you said, sure, why not? And 29% said, nope, no attraction or spark, on to the next and I must say that um, I would vote nope on to the next because I think if you don't feel the spark, then if you're looking for romance, it's not going to happen. I really believe you've got to have a little spark to start something. But that's just me. Thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.